Greetings, greetings. What an honor it is to be with you today. This is Derek Ingram Jr. And I want to say to one and all, Happy New Year. And I pray God's best for you in this year, 2021 and beyond. Well, I'm here today with, of course, my first episode for the year. And this one is entitled... To judge or to be judged. I'm reading from the book of Matthew chapter 7 and verse number 1. And this is our Lord Jesus speaking. He says, judge not that ye be not judged. Verse 2 says, for with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. Verse 3 says, And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye? And behold, the beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. That's verse 5. The reading of God's word is already blessed. As I look at this passage, um, this one is this uh, particular topic has been swirling in my spirit for a couple of days now, I believe. Uh, The amazing thing about this topic is it's something that we've often heard quoted a lot. Or the term is uh, don't judge or we shouldn't judge and uh, the Word of God is actually giving us some clarity on the whole aspect of, of judgment and, and this is our Lord speaking and he says seven words that I believe are very remarkable he says judge not that you be not judged now I don't believe you can put it any simpler than that. But for the sake of clarity, let's read verse 2 and throughout. He says, For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. Now there's a colon there. And that right there to me is also pretty straightforward. But for the sake of clarity, there's a colon which means explanation. He says, And with what measure ye meet, It shall be measured to you again. In other words, first of all, he said, don't judge. Because if you judge, you're going to be judged. In other words, judgment is going to bring on judgment. So if you judge, you're going to open yourself to be judged of others. So, he, our Lord is not saying that we shouldn't judge. He is actually saying that we should not judge and not expect, I don't want to use the word retaliation, but there is going to be a reciprocation. That judgment is going to come back to us. In other words, when we open, as judgment is like a door. When we open the door to judge, we must understand that our judgment comes in that same door. It isn't a door that just has an exit. It also has an entrance also. 
So the door doesn't just serve as an exit for our judgment on others, but it serves as an entrance for others' judgment on us. I hope that makes, uh, makes it clear. But he goes on, and he asks a question that I believe helps bring this whole thing home. He says, And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Now, right there, uh, looking at a couple commentaries, and the people that really fit the bill for this one here, this particular verse 3, was describing the Pharisees. They were people that were self-righteous. Now, the very fact that our Lord was on the scene, they were in the crowd while he was teaching this, his presence and declaring such a word was a testimony against their their uh, so-called position with God, according to their robes and their, their traditions. They had everybody hoodwinked believing that they had some prominent position with God. But the truth was, they were hypocrites. And why were they hypocrites? Because they were putting out a righteous facade. In other words, they were telling everybody by their appearance and actions, because you don't look like me and act like me, you're not as righteous and holy as me. So this was how they were judging everybody else. They made everybody else feel inferior to them. So this is a spirit we've got to be careful of because there's nothing new under the sun. I believe so it was with them and I believe that today this spirit wants to dominate the church. So he's asking a question. Why do you find it okay to put out this persona and pick on everybody else's fault? They say, why why does thou behold the mode that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in thy brother? In other words, you've got a big obstruction going on. And the thing about this obstruction is, it isn't as if you don't know that this obstruction exists. You know that you're blind guides. You know that you're blind guides trying to lead the blind, but you overlook your blindness. Because it, it causes you to keep your righteous persona. You overlook that so that you can be lords over God's heritage. And, and you know, God has a problem with that. So what does he say? And verse 4, it says, Oh, how will thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the moat out of thine eye, and behold, the bean is in thine own eye. And then that's when he levies the charge. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. Right here, we see that the, the this council, the scribes, Pharisees, this council of the Sahedrin, they were pretentious because they knew that they had flaws. But the truth was, they preferred being lords over God's heritage. They preferred being seen as prominent figures and looking down upon everybody. That's what really what this type of judgment was. They were looking down on everybody else with their noses in the air and they 
preferred ignoring the, the obstruction to their vision to see the true hearts and intents of men because their intent was evil. They had no desire uh, to make anyone better. They just preferred letting everybody know that they were better than them. Oh, Lord, help us. There's a quote I saw, and I believe that this quote helps describe the, the, this, this counsel to the T. The first part says, don't throw stones. And then there's a colon, which means explanation. It says, the stone of judgment you throw today would eventually return back to you with his friends. This is a this is a quote by Chad Dean. I, I think that's amazing. That and I, I think that when we take this position as these this council did, the scribes and the Pharisees, they found it okay to assert their dominance. But they were so blinded by this illusion that they didn't believe that their day was coming. And oh, how wrong they were. Because here is the Lord of hosts on the scene and he is pointing out their error. And I believe that we've got to be careful of the spirit that is being exercised here by these men. Because they cared nothing about the people. They were robbing them. They were taking advantage of them. And here comes our Lord and he is bringing reformation. He is trying to bring change. He's trying to cause these men to understand that their traditions have caused people to go astray and away from God. He was trying to bring man back to God in the purest sense of the word. But these hypocrites, the religious leaders of the day, were hindrance. So what was his word to them? Acknowledge your state. You know that you're fallen that you are disconnected from God. Cast that beam out of your eye so that you can really see, you know, the the, the hearts of men. And, and, you know, we have to, I believe that we, it's important that we see judgment as, it, it has its place. But when, if it's in this spirit, this spirit ought not to have place among us. You know, I believe when the word says that iron sharpened iron, it's important for us to be able to help one another along. Iron sharpening iron. In order for the iron to be sharp, it has to rub against another iron. So we, we need one another to correct, to rebuke, to exhort us. But, you know, the scripture says also that open rebuke is better than secret love. And, of course... The, the term in which it is saying open rebuke means it's better for you to say openly to your brother or your sister, hey, uh, you've got a, I see you dealing with this, I see you've got this issue, than for you to see a brother or sister heading to a ditch and they're about to fall and you just keep your mouth closed. It's that's that secret love, when you keep your mouth closed, you see a brother or sister overtaken in the fall, you can assist because you have seen it. God has given you the insight to see it. And instead of you say something, 
You just allow them to fall. You just allow them to falter. That's secret love, but open rebukes. When we open our mouth and we say, my brother, my sister, I think you got this one wrong, and we restore them according to the scripture in the spirit of meekness. So there is a place for judgment, but our Lord encourages us to do righteous judgment. Righteous judgment is not based on our ideals, but the ideals of the kingdom of God. And furthermore, right there in verse 20, if the same Matthew 7, our Lord says something else that's remarkable. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. In this case, he was speaking to the false prophets. You know, they had an agenda. And what was their agenda? They looked apart. They came in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. In other words, they were waiting to pounce. They looked apart. They were dressed apart like the scribes and Pharisees, but inwardly they were waiting for their moment to pounce. Have you ever seen wolf pack um, hunt? They are very strategic. And I believe that we've got to be careful even as we move forward because we've got to be able to try the spirit by the spirit. We've got to know the intents. We can only judge the intents of men's heart by the fruit that is displayed. The fruit don't lie, ladies and gentlemen. If you're an apple tree, you're supposed to bring forth apples. If you're orange tree, you're supposed to bring forth oranges. And the list goes on. In other words, our Lord said, the good tree brings forth good fruit. If a tree is not bringing forth good fruit, then it is not a good tree. And that is not your judgment. That's the Lord's judgment according to Matthew 7. So we know them by their fruit. So this is the judgment that we are encouraged to partake in. And I want to encourage us, even as we go forward in 2021 and beyond, still getting used to that, 2021. We've got to exercise righteous judgment because we need one another. Proverbs 17 and 17, I believe that it is, says something that I hold dear to. It says, a friend loved at all times and a brother's born for adversities. Oftentimes we don't appreciate adversity. And sometimes adversity comes in the form of righteous judgment. We prefer the friend... And I say we prefer the friend because the friend loves at all times. He, he uh, makes us feel comfortable where we are. And I do say where we are. They don't bring correction. They don't, uh, their presence in our lives don't encourage us to grow. They're not adverse to us. So there's no resistance. But if we would heed the wisdom of the proverb, a brother is born for adversity. When we have brothers and sisters in our lives that can bring encouragement and, 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 and the aim is to push us and propel us into our destiny, we've got to appreciate them. Um, I don't believe that. And the fruit overall, of course, we know Galatians 5 tells us that the works of the flesh are manifest, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Love is not always what you want to hear. 
I can I say that again love is not always what you want to hear and I believe that we've got to create a culture that allows people to truly love us not not just to allow people to coddle us and to make us feel okay in our situations and our mess but people that really desire the best for us that are going to speak these things into our lives that are going to help pick us up out of the pig pens when we find ourselves there and i i have a saying that i hold dear to and i and i've been repeating it from 2020 and probably before that i'm not looking for friends i'm looking for brothers because brothers have the ability and that's for sisters too brothers and sisters have the ability to pull you along so i want to encourage you as we go forward let's love in the pure sense of the word blessings on you